0: Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Today, let's catch up on some developments that relate to items we've discussed on previous editions of the Electronic Cottage, as well as one or two new ones which we might place in the Good Tech News Department. To start, here are a few recent headlines from Ars Technica, The Register, The Washington Post, and or the Australian Star Tribune. Quote, U.S. court rules, once again, that AI software can't be listed as inventor on a patent. End quote. And, quote, artist receives first known U.S. copyright registration for latent diffusion AI art. End quote. Quote, shutterstock to sell AI-generated stock images using DAL E. End quote. DALI is an AI program that can generate images by simply typing in a text description. Quote, Fearing copyright issues, Getty Images bans AI-generated artwork. End quote. Hmm. Do we get a sense from these headlines, each of which seems at odds with the one before it, that there's a good bit of ambiguity about current tech developments? especially those dealing with artificial intelligence or ai yes is probably a fair answer to that question though not actual headlines here's another issue with a front of the hand back of the hand feel to it Quote, "australian federal police took the unusual step of attributing blame for the unsolved cybercrime that resulted in the personal data of 9.7 million current and former Medibank customers being stolen, End quote. To make matters worse, those hackers have begun releasing patient health care information because the insurance company that had stored the data would not pay the demanded ransom. This is an ongoing developing situation. Meanwhile, as hacks of medical institutions and medical data have increased significantly in the past year or so, including at least a half dozen in this country, we see that, quote, the UK government is set to extract patient-identifiable data from National Health Service hospital systems and share this with its data platform based on technology from Palantir. A move that seems set to provoke another legal challenge. End quote. We note that Palantir is a company that was supposedly funded initially by the CIA. Quote, Without consulting patients or giving them the choice of opting out, NHS England and NHS Improvement has instructed NHS Digital to gather the data for the purpose of understanding and reducing the crisis in treatment waiting times resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic, end quote. That certainly seems like a notable aspiration. However, with all of that personal patient information collected in one place, put there without patient permission, as we often wonder here on The Electronic Cottage, what could possibly go wrong? over in what some might consider the good news department, the Office of the Attorney General of New York issued an announcement on November 14, 2022, that, quote, a multi-state investigation found that Google failed to notify users that location tracking services were automatically turned on for web and app activity. Millions of consumers with Google accounts who used Google's apps, such as Google Maps, Google Search, Google Chrome, and other Google apps, were unaware that their location was being tracked. Google told consumers that they could turn off location tracking under, quote, location history in their settings, but failed to notify consumers that their, quote, web and app activity setting also collected location data. As a result of today's historic $391.5 million agreement with Google, the tech company must also reform its practices. The agreement requires Google to be more transparent with consumers. As a result of this agreement, Google must Show additional information to users whenever they turn a location-related account setting on or off. Make key information about location tracking unavoidable for users, that is, not hidden. And give users detailed information about the types of location data Google collects and how it's used at an enhanced, quote, location technologies, end quote, webpage. The agreement also limits Google's use and storage of certain types of location information and requires Google account controls to be more user-friendly." End quote. To any listening Google product users, this may seem to be good news indeed. But even before Google gets around to implementing the conditions agreed to in this settlement, it might be a good idea to go right now and turn off location tracking in both location history and in web and app activity settings on their Google devices. Meanwhile, continuing on the happier theme, the Internet Archive is inaugurating a new collection that they call Democracy's Library. They describe it this way, Democracy's Library brings together more than 700 collections from over 50 government organizations, archived by the Internet Archive since 2006. With more than half a million documents, and counting, from local, regional, and national governments, we're just getting started." End quote. A lot of documents in this collection originated in the U.S. government, which, as regular listeners are aware, under our law cannot hold the copyright on information that the government generates. In other words, since we taxpayers paid for it, it should be free, open to us all. But the government often makes it difficult for regular folks to find and get much of that information. Sometimes that even involves charging for something the taxpayers have already paid for, like court decisions. That is one reason why Democracy's Library is important. The Internet Archive gathers up this information, sometimes having to go to court to get it, and then makes it available with no fees, no runarounds, no nothing. Go, search, find, use. That is, after all, the way a library is supposed to operate. We'll put a link for anyone who'd like to take a look at Democracy's Library on the page for today's program in the Local Public Affairs Archive at www.weru.org. Oh, we forgot to mention that all of these headlines and announcements are less than a month old. If that suggests that there's a lot happening in the tech world, and that at least in the early days of new developments such as AI being used to create new works that may or may not be patentable or copyrightable, there could be a good deal of confusion. And there often is. We'll do our best to try to sort through some of that confusion, or at least point it out, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.